and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WWF and WCW. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel, and let me introduce you to the guys that are sitting next to me. First, he's the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. I forgot my gimmick already. No-so's living legend, Mike Bubble. Hi, everybody. You're just supposed to say hi. <laughs> well, no, I, I do something like, hey, or something. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Uh, you always like to still like, what's up, Marks? And, hey, 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 oh, hey. No, no, I do that one. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Public enemy in the house. You have no idea. <laughs> so we are on the road to Sturges and on the road to SummerSlam. You guys excited for those? I am, personally. I'm low-key amped for both. Um, I think we talked into it. There's not really a lot signed for SummerSlam yet, but oh. what we do know is going to be awesome, and for so, the most part, I'm for the Road Wild card. So far for SummerSlam, we just know that the body, Jesse Ventura, is going to be there. And Triple H and is Triple getting H a title shot. And get, getting a title shot against one... Uh, well, uh, the number one contender will get the world title shot. Yeah. And... Every year, Road Wild is weird, so there is that. There's nothing else. It's well, they have us going for Macho Man Randy Savage versus Dennis Rodman. I, I, I will. I will tell you one thing that's so WCW. Okay, I'm gonna give you away something on Road Wild that has nothing to do with wrestling because it's WCW mm-hmm. and they always fuck up. The last, the final year here for Sturgis, they right. turned the hard camera around facing the other way. So instead of just bikers and mountains, you see Winnebago's drive by in the background <laughs> for like three hours. Um, I so, mean, honestly, uh, that's kind of what I think of when I think of South Dakota. Yeah. So that checks out. Check out those Winnebago's. So uh, you have that to look forward to in Sturgis. That is amazing. Shall we get into this week? Yeah. Guys, we are in the month of August. We made Ooh, it. We made it. We're, we're flying through 1999. Flying like Brian. Fine, like Owen. Wait till we get. Jeez, <laughs> mine was positive. <laughs> wait till we get to October. Cannot wait. So let's get into the week of August second, nineteen ninety nine, and it's for WCW since they're always on early. Where are we, guys? Uh, we are, and this is why it didn't make sense to me. This week we are in South Dakota. We then leave and then come back to South Dakota. Yeah, it didn't make sense. Like, why are we in Idaho <laughs> next or next week? What? That's Idaho. I was uh, like, I, what the fuck? And then back to South Dakota. Like, all right. We're in South Dakota in the uh, uh, Siouxx Sci- Falls? Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls. Sioux. That's Sioux out of, okay. Something's silent here, right? It's Sioux. Sioux, man. Sioux Falls. The uh, Native American spelling, sir. Uh, okay. Home of Sean S. Jordan on Twitter. So let's start this week off with a recap of last Monday, Dennis Rodman kidnapping Gorgeous George. They cut a lot of that promo out there, Joe. Yes, they did. <laughs> uh, the setup of the main event, Sting and Hogan versus Nash and Sid. Nash pinning Hogan. Probably the one time in their career. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not even being facetious, and I'm not being sarcastic. How much of a bonus did Hogan get to take the pinfall? Uh, I would, my guess would be at least half his annual salary. Oh yeah, whatever the the guarantee rate is. Without that. question. I mean, if they gave him two hundred thousand just to wear a t shirt and take a pin on so, TV, we'll give you yeah. seventy five thousand. Okay, Good. I would have uh, totally done it. They gave us the history 
of the end of Hogan and Nash, them joining NWO, Hogan and staying at Starcade, Nash defeating Macho or attacking Macho for Hogan, Nash defeating Goldberg, the finger poke of doom, Nash winning the title at Slambury, Nash powerbombing Macho for Hogan for him to win. I I know it's it's Nash and um, Hogan, but why are they showing everybody else that's involved in this situation? Why is it, why do they show highlights of Goldberg? Why do they show highlights of Steve? So they're showing the you. Led to Hogan. Yeah, they're showing you everything okay. that that led to what's coming up with Nash and Hogan. Like Goldberg had to beat Hogan. Nash screwed Goldberg. Finger poke of doom. I mean, it's it's all of it. Like the whole entire history of these two. So, so they're doing a year recap. <laughs> For us, yeah. basically. You know what I missed? Like, just seeing these shots. It was, like, the early 96 stuff when Holland showed up. Like, the intrigue that was that time. And you were like, where the fuck is this going to go? I've told I've told the Corey. The jean jackets. I've told Corey, I've missed the days already. Like, I already missed 96. I'm nostalgic for 96. Yeah. I are, I already missed those days. I can't believe we've, we've gone so far in this that I'm nostalgic mm-hmm. for an earlier time in the podcast we're in doing. The podcast, yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Me too. It's uh, it's we've been doing this show for about four four or five years now, and it's just like, can I go back th- three years? Because WWE felt so invigorating and fresh and combustible, and and it was different than the Atti- the Attitude Era has its own kind of energy yep. that's mm-hmm. wild and and dangerous and uncontrolled, and but it's a different energy. Mm-hmm. They both are very real, but they're <clears throat> both very different. Mm-hmm. And now, yep. <coughs> while Raw still feels that way, Nitro, not so much. Not, not so much. Nitro's unpredictable in the very bad way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into Nitro. As our commentary team are is Scott Hudson and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, they, I assume it's mostly from the Bobby side. Fuck, he does not want to work with Scott Hudson. He doesn't even try. Remember, it is ridiculous. Remember last week when he face palms himself right away. I think it's that he's he's already so checked out and so done, and he's at the point where he's not going to give the extra effort needed to gel with a new person. Like he was tired of Shivani, but they had been together so mm-hmm. long, he could co-pilot and on you know and just not pay attention. He can fake being nice. Well, he could fake giving it in, yeah, because you know they just have an interplay, and it's too late in the game for him. It's kind of like reminds me of the main reason Jr. bitched and moaned when he got demoted to SmackDown yeah. in two thousand eight. I don't think it had anything to do um, much with not being the main guy on Raw, other than man, I'm it's pretty late in the game to be gelling with a with a brand new person He's and starting over. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I put my time in, man. I think that's what Bobby's going through. Yeah. Uh, we do, we get a recap from Thunder. Uh, Stevie Ray and Booker T reuniting as Harlem Heat. And it feels oh. so good. You bit me to it. <laughs> uh, them wanting to uh, have a, tag, a championship match at Sturgis against the Triad. Of course they do, because it's Sturgis. Because, so yeah. Put the black people out there. <laughs> I just love the fact that, hey, we're, we're reunited, and it does feel good. Hey, but let's have a tag match already, play. There's only one team that would get a worse reception in Sturgis than Harlem Heat. So thank God they didn't book the triad to defend oh, against Lenny and Lodi. Jesus. 
Or maybe just have Lenny Lennon versus the Harlem Heat. Oh, yeah. my God. Let's just fucking do it all in one match. Yeah, well, why does Harlem Heat deserve a number one contender? For some already? reason, it's a cage match. It's for the wrestler's protection. <laughs> because the only, <laughs> the only other teams... Hell in a cell, right? The only other teams in WWE at the moment are, and I quote, the first family, yep. disorderly conduct, Ray and Conan. Public enemy. Oh, and public enemy. And Regal and Taylor. So, yeah, Harlem Heat jumps to the number one contender right off the bat. I'm, oh, 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 I oh. now want to see Lenny Lodi at start. <laughs> yeah. mm. A lot yeah. of Winnebago's, everybody. <laughs> A lot of bango. Um, the triad come out. You know, first, Canyon's mic doesn't work. Um, so, and it feels like that happens every time for Canyon. His mic never works. There's an on switch. He doesn't hit it. Um, maybe. Well, it's supposed to be on beforehand. Yeah, it uh, bugs me to to death when I see a wrestler have to look and turn it on because it's like somebody's not doing their job. Yeah, it should already be on, and it's always Canyon. You know, it's just like th- that mic never works. Who better than Canyon? That mic. Yeah, that mic is damn right. <laughs> that mic, uh, the mic dude, uh, thinks Canyon, he's better than Canyon. <laughs> Canyon goes on and said that they're going to beat Harlem Heat tonight. So I'm like, so they're not waiting for the pay per view. Well, it makes sense. I mean, if you're booking one on one, the team wants a shot, but they just got together. So if you have them win the match uh, non-title on the TV, they've earned the, the shot with yeah. the yeah. titles. Uh, they do the mom jokes. Uh, DDP makes mom jokes about Benoit. Oh, Benoit's mother. God. Uh, DDP says that's that, one uh, guy I maybe wouldn't make mom jokes about. Uh, same. Uh, DDP says that he came out and helped David Flair last week because David can defend the title better than Benoit. Benoit, Benoit doesn't have it, and Flair is way over more than uh, Benoit. I like how, because Ric Flair is no longer in power, they've just retconned the storyline ever so subtly that David Flair is like DDP's responsibility. And it's like DDP's passion to keep him U.S. champion, which makes no sense at all, other than the fact that they were aligned under Rick. DDP's like a stepdad that didn't want the fucking kid. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> I'll make sure you got the damn When belt. are you moving out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's go to our first match of the night. As it is Harlem Heat versus the triad members of Bam Bam and Canyon. First things first, I hate Scott Hudson overselling the Harlem Heat theme music. It's like, can it be? No, it is. It is Harlem Heat. And it's like... We already knew it was them coming. We knew it was them coming. And then that's Booker T's theme. <laughs> Since they broke up two so, years ago. So either way, it was going to be that music. It yeah. also bothered me that they didn't match. Uh, it drove me nuts. <laughs> they don't match for most of this run, so. Because uh, Booker ain't going back to the old gear, and that's all Stevie's got. <laughs> the old gear. <laughs> Booker T. Well, Book comes out wearing, like, the NWO. Uh, like, it's gray and black, but still. And then Stevie Ray comes out wearing his old gear, the red and yellow flame stuff. The like, shower ring in the yeah, front. Like, the ring thing is always bugging me. Like, what? Well, who designs that? It's so weird. It's like, I don't know. I think them and Jeff Jarrett had a contest in like 1993, <laughs> 94, who had the weirder fucking gear. Was Jarrett the Because Jarrett had the, the five suspender thing, <laughs> and then they had the goddamn shower ring. It's like an unofficial contest. Like, no, I cannot do that. Farouk came in with the yeah. Mad Max helmet. Right. It's like, I got you all beat. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Uh, this is this is a non-title match. They announce uh, before the match. Nick Patrick tells DDP to leave the ring. Oh, hold on! Before you, okay. during the entrance, yeah, you can tell they're in a smaller building. Oh yeah, oh yeah, used, it is. than they're used to being in, right? Yeah, which I don't mind. I like the smaller buildings. It's still full. The crowd's hotter. I felt like they can sell it out, right? <laughs> and but it's so small they couldn't afford pyro. 
or couldn't put the pyro in there. But nobody told Booker. Because so he does the, the whole pose and waits, but there ain't nothing coming. And I was like, ooh, somebody should have. DDP DDP's the yeah. same thing. He does yeah. this bang, and it, 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 they do the large, like the loud boom noise, but no pyro. They ride back to him. Yeah. What? Yeah, that checks out. Mm. They fed him more. Interesting. Uh, this match was a uh, the crowd super behind Harlem Heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, back and forth nitro special. Uh, Brooks he goes to the top rope to hit the top uh, to hit the missile drop kick, but DDP gets on the apron and he's about to whip. Booker T with the tag belt, but then all of a sudden he slips. But that's the angle they give us. And then you find out that it was Benoit that grabbed the belt, making uh, DDP fall off the apron. Uh, Booker T hits the missile dropkick on Canyon for the win. I was so confused when DDP, because he goes up and goes for the whip, and then he goes like, whoa! I'm like, what the hell just happened? Because I didn't see Benoit when he came out. Did any of you? No. no. However, I knew what happened, only because uh, this seems to be DDP's shtick uh, since the triad formed, is the other two were in the tag match. And every fucking match, out of nowhere, DDP jumps onto the apron and tries to interfere doing the same spot and gets gets beat up every time. It's the flare. Yeah, flare it's, it's top ring. Yeah, yeah, it's like he, he keeps trying to interfere, but it never fucking works. It's every match. So I knew it was coming. I was looking for it. I'm like, when Booker, I'm like, oh, here it comes. So I don't remember this far back. Uh, databasers should know. When Harlem Heat broke up, was it like a Hall and Nash situation where the fans didn't want it? Or was it time? Because they were fucking super over here tonight. It wasn't Hall and Nash level. Um, I don't think the crowd was looking for them to split. But at the same time, the crowd had really gotten behind Booker as a singles. So it was more like, okay, let's see where this goes. But as usual, in 98, with the exception of Hall and Nash, they broke up every team, and none of them feuded except for like Hall and Nash. And even <laughs> that was like one match. So like Booker, Steve Hurry just goes to the NWO, and Booker's like, oh, I'm going to do my own thing. So go. But yeah, no, they're way over now. Makes sense. You know, um, Ben Wall grabs a mic and tells uh, DDP that... Uh, that tonight's going to be his night, and he's going to beat DDP, and don't make fun of his mama. Don't you ever bring my mother into this, yeah. or I swear to God, I'll murder my child. What? What? Uh, what? Uh, we go backstage with <laughs> Lenny. We go. <laughs> Bit of an escalated much. <laughs> We're with Lenny and Lodi backstage as they're wondering where they got uh, where Cat got his cat slippers from. Yep. Uh, saying that they had them as when they were kids. I do love the fact that WCW has done the full 180, and they're not partners. They're other brothers. Yeah, I like it. It's like, oh, so they went from we're gay with each other to now we're gay without each other? Question mark? We're brother? We're brothers? Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> like, who knows what we do at night? Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell mom. <laughs> Don't talk Chris Nawaz, Mom. Uh, we get the Nitro Girls, and this leads out. How come you guys got rid of the, uh, the uh, bunk bed? Don't, don't you worry about it. Yeah. More comfy. More comfy. More space. More over activity. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Uh, we, are, we get the Nitro Girls, and then we go to the ring for promo time with WCW's president, Sting. So, uh, what? Me and Gene can't come out and interview the fucking president in the shank of the evening? He's too o- good for only it. Only Ric Flair? 
God damn it, Gene, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Big whoop. So uh, Sting, <coughs> excuse me, Sting as president says, you know what? I'm going to make a tag match for tonight. Play. Play. And, and it's going to be Sid and Rick Steiner. And he wants the crowd to choose his part, who his partner should be. They start chanting Goldberg. Uh, As st- if there was any other choice. Yeah, Sting uh, at- st- <laughs> <laughs> Gilberg. I mean, Gilberg. Ayakea. Ayakea. <laughs> Lenny and Lodi. Lenny- head explodes. What? Alex wow. Wright. Yeah. Alex Wright. So he's like, I quit. I quit. <laughs> he's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Got so, two words for you. <laughs> Vince, I'm coming. <laughs> so the crowd chants Goldberg and then Sting asks if, uh, if he wants to be his partner tonight. He says, I'll be back at 9 p.m. for your decision. I mean, they couldn't make it any more blatant. We really don't want you to turn to Raw. It's going to be me and Goldberg on TV at 9. <laughs> Dude. Let's see if we can be- stop that rating. Fuck. Uh, then we get a Road Wild promo, which I'm, it's just a photos of who's going to be wrestling. Mm-hmm. And this is a shocker for all of our time doing. They never do this. They never do this. As it's Buff Pagwell versus the Cat. So, well, what a way to start a tradition. You know, we used to, you mm-hmm. know. Latino buff. With WCW, mostly, it's, we find out what the matches are when Corey gives us the mark out no cell. When Mikey Whipwreck rocks up. This is the first time, yeah. Now, hey. Trust me. You think this is the start of a new beginning? No. 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 We're one month away, guys, from the famous pay-per-view in September of Fall Brawl 99, where they had done such a shittacular job building it up that a, the week before, the cable company had to send out a promo saying, who knows what the fuck is on this show, but it's happening Sunday. No joke. Amazing. Comcast literally had to be like, there's a WCW pay-per-view Sunday. We want you to spend 35 bucks on it. Don't know the man. Cards. It just said, card subject to B. <laughs> yeah. Checks out. <laughs> There's going to be wrestlers, I think a ring. Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. Uh, we go to the ring for a promo with the cat and Sonny Ono. Uh, they showed last week, uh, Nitro Bagwell switching out the loaded slippers for the bunny slippers. Um, cat says Bagwell coming out saying, uh, coming out dancing and painting his Face black isn't funny. It's not nineteen twenty. He's he's not wrong. He, he was serious. This oh was, yeah, this he was, was serious. Cat. You can tell this was angry. Cat. This was this was what? angry. Cat. Motherfucker, ain't no shucking and jiving. Fucking blackface. I I, I like this. Oh, me too. Because it's legit true. Um, fuck Buff Bagwell. Brent. Uh, Cat says he can be anybody without the slippers, the red shoes. Uh, Cat brings out uh brings out Lodi and Lenny and uh. They want they want to ask him, hey, what about the slippers? And Cat says he's going to show them where he got it from. So our next match is the Cat <laughs> versus Lenny with Lodi. Cat uh, tells them uh, both to come in the ring, uh, tell them where he got the slippers. He has them come close, and the Cat slams their heads together. This is a squash match. So not only are they uh, supposedly brothers who are homosexual, no. but also mentally challenged? Like, did the most stupid people you could ever find on the face of the earth? Correct. Okay, cool. Yep. It was like Mo taking Larry and Curly and just <laughs> ramming their heads together. Yeah. Uh, and now I really want to see the cat with a fucking mop haircut. Yes. Uh, Lodi chases Sonny Ono around the ring. Gets Does that make Sonny Ono chimp? Yes. Uh, Lodi enters the ring but gets kicked by the cat. Cat hits Lenny with the sidekick for the win. 
Cat is walking up the aisle, and then did you guys notice him? He starts to begin to choke out a cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> that camera guy was like, butt back off the president. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you. We get a road wild promo again photo of who, who what match we might be getting. But we should be getting this one. Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus Kevin Ash. So let's go, I guess, to the shank of the, of the favorite time of the day. The shank. As it's me and Gene, and he brings out uh, Hollywood, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Uh, Gene starts it off saying that they've been, uh, we've been with you throughout the whole, t- through this whole time. Uh, Hogan says that uh, Nash left him in his own bloodbath last week. Did we see that? No. No. Okay. Uh, Ho- I don't blame the cameraman for going wide, brother. Uh, Hogan said, l- rambles for a little bit and says, all right, you want to shoot? Let's shoot. Uh, we don't like each other. Uh, Hogan makes references to the orange spot. <laughs> he, he does shoot here. I mean, he goes into the behind-the-scenes uh, battles for control between the two of them. I was like, God damn, that's like the second shoot promo in a row after the cat. Um, Hogan... Uh, uh, says yeah, that Nash foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hogan says Nash wants the number one spot, but since uh, he's around, that ain't happening, dude. Hogan says that Nash isn't new, and he won't. Win. He's not a new guy around here, and uh, he won't win at Surges. He's newer than Hogan, technically. Hogan then <laughs> yeah. goes. Hogan goes all babyface and goes, Nash, if you want a title match tonight, you can have one. So, is there anybody in the world happier? To see Hulk Hogan as a babyface again, than Mean Gene Okerlund. Jesus, Jesus Christ! The boyhood dream came true with Mean Gene with uh, with uh, Hogan going back to babyface. You know what's funny about that is uh, he probably took a pay cut doing that. <laughs> Not yeah. selling as much as that NWO merch. Yeah, I mean, but he's still wearing it. But he's still wearing it. <laughs> I bet you later on in the year he's still wearing it too. <laughs> he's all red and yellow. <laughs> what are you doing wearing that? Don't worry about it, brother. <laughs> Watch Nitro. Where is the uh, guys? Where's the red and yellow uh, NWO T-shirt? <laughs> How has that not been done, Mark? I mean, they listen. So uh, Connecticut, yeah, red and yellow NWO T-shirt. So okay, do you go red with yellow or yellow with red? Do you do both? You do both. But I would start with the red, red shirt, with yellow, yellow. Like what you have, yellow. yeah, what you have, and uh, do, make it the NWO. And then, of course, I mean, 2002-ish, you got to do the red and yellow tie-dye with the NWO logo on it. How did he not think of that? He probably did. They probably told him no. It's genius. God damn it, Joe. I want that shirt now. (laughs) Uh, We're going to recap him earlier tonight. Sting asking if Goldberg wants to be his tag partner. Uh, To recap, it's been 20 minutes. Right. They cut to the uh, commentary, and Hudson gives the rundown on what we've seen already with Sting asking to be Goldberg's partner. So we got a recap, and then immediately after a rundown. Correct. Yep. Yep. And then? I just wish I knew what they were doing at the top of the next hour. And and then Sting comes out. God damn it. (laughs) And here's my favorite part. They cut to the back and waiting for Goldberg. They cut to Goldberg in the back. And Goldberg's just standing there. Waiting for his cue. Waiting for the call to start. Goldberg then goes, oh, I'm up. Okay. Begins to walk. Then Steiner calls him like, hey, dipshit. And then follow me to the boil room. 
And he does. And then Sid, <laughs> out of nowhere, hits Goldberg with, with the snow, snow shovel. shovel. Walk into this trap. Okay. They lock Goldberg in the storage room. Well, no, but you're missing it. They threw him over that table. Yeah. And when he... It busted him. He fell. That back of his head fucking... Yeah. We'll get I mean, more to that later. Yeah, they bring it up later, but yeah, he uh, hard-weighted. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sting looks on, but then he runs to the back, but then Sting uh, gets hit with the snow shovel by Sid. He knew he had it. He watched. God damn it. <laughs> they take Sting to the ring. Sid hits Sting with a couple chair shots. They're, they have Sting standing in the standing, but then Sting begins to sting up and starts attacking them both, hitting some stinger splashes on both men until the second one where Sid grabs him and then choke slams him. They cut to the back, and then Goldberg cuts, the, uh, kicks the door open and runs to the ring. However, he gets lost going to the I ring. I mean, in all fairness, he's got a concussion. So That's true. <laughs> he runs to the back behind the stage, and then goes, oh, and then cuts the ring. Um, uh, Goldberg, Goldberg runs down, makes the save. Hudson is still wondering. Goldberg agreed as they're hugging each other and patting each other on the... I don't know, it's not clear to me, Hudson. Uh, what do you think? So, is it just the presidency that makes you a complete and utter idiot? Yes. Because things like, I can go save him. Sin, definitely put that shovel down. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you hit me with a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. You know wait, what else you guys... Oh, we should have. You guys, you guys know what we don't see coming? <laughs> a recap of what we just watched. What are they, WWF? As, yeah. as they literally <laughs> show us... Uh, Goldberg getting jumped, Sting running back getting jumped, Goldberg kicking the door down. Everything we just watched two minutes ago, we had to re rewatch it. Because that is a hardcore WF trope. Yeah. yeah. Like overload of what we just saw. Yeah. God damn. I would. Um, uh, Hudson announces that the tag match is happening tonight between Sting, with Sting and Goldberg versus Sid and Rick. You don't say. Um, yeah. <laughs> As they're showing more of the highlights. So let's go to our next match, and I kind of want to move on. Let's keep it hot, Joe. Keep it oh, hot. Oh, we're going to keep it real hot, guys. Evan Courageous mm. versus Disco Inferno. Well, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it's a match between Evan Courageous. That long running feud. <laughs> hey, guys, Hudson's on a hot streak. Uh, Scott Hudson. Courageous is on, is on a hot streak of one. <laughs> You win one, that's two. You win another, that's what we call a winning streak. Yes, that's right. Guys, what if I tell you this was a Nitro special? I would put hot lead in my eyes. It was a Nitro special. Well, I'll We're, be back. Let's get that lead, baby. Um, back and forth match between the two. Disco wins with the last dance stunner. That was a chart buster. <sighs> they, they change it every God goddamn dance. week. Now, it's like the last dance one week, then it's the chart buster the next. So, uh, yeah. Let's go backstage and let's um, be angry because it's David Flair with Tori Wilson. She's so hot. Yeah. And he looks like a fucking doofus. Like a goddamn dweeb. Uh, Tori calls him the greatest champion. All that swag that your, your dad has to spare. Nope, and can't. none of it drip can't. your way. Can't. Not even one little... Not one, one. little drip nope. went to you. None. God damn it. Um, 
David says that he's talked to his dad, and his dad says that he only has to defend the title for 30 days. And Charles, once every 30 days. Once every 30 days. And Charles will always be his ref. So uh, he's just going to give his body some time to rest. God damn. Sitting that close to Tori. It's impossible. I'm not going to be thinking about my body resting. Nope. I'm just trying. Here's the belt. Overexertion. You You know what I'm trying to do? (laughs) You know what I'm trying to do sitting next to Tori like that? I'm putting the belt somewhere to make sure (laughs) it doesn't move. I'm forfeiting the belt. Yeah. And I got other things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Can this be the DDT? Uh, can this be the DDT heavy metal type belt? You know, just give it away. Like, uh, I'll give it away for you. Give it away now. So, since David Mattel Flair, got it. yeah. So, since David Flair is a U.S. champion, they gave us a U.S. champion, uh, U.S. title promo. The history: Luger winning it, Sting winning mm. it, uh, Goldberg winning it, Bret Hart winning it. Uh, David was just given the title. Well, he nose dies when they get to David. <laughs> how much yeah. longer? And like, the, it's, it's a Tanay voiceover, so how much longer will he be champion? The fact that this was produced tells me not very long. That's like <laughs> epic foreshadowing, you know what right. I mean? Like, Blinking red lights. Yep. Uh, we get um, a promo by Sid, I guess, but he's just whispering and like the... Well, you I know Sid. Sid. Yeah, it's Sid. <laughs> well, that's true. It Sid, is a, Sid. Sid's Mariah Carey. He either whispers or yells way it, too fucking loud. It's a Sid promo. There's no in the middle. And I, I it's like, the first time anybody's ever compared Sid to Mariah Carey. But point out the lie. <laughs> can you get, can you give me the uh, Home for the Holiday song by Mariah yes, Carey? I, I need a Sid Christmas album. <laughs> I'm just imagining Sid crooning "We Belong Together" yeah. and banging Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> we belong. Tell me I'm the master. Together! Together! <laughs> Tell me I'm the master and the ruler of the world. Have yourself a very merry Christmas. Oh, God! <laughs> Wait a minute. I messed up the lyrics. Gotta start again. This is a live concert, pal. <laughs> Softball! <laughs> Put me a coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> Sid comes out to his own theme music, like his own words, like have yourself a it's it's Sid time. Ba-da-ba. Just uh, imagining the, the him taking her place on the movie poster for glitter. Make it happen, Captain. How about Sid that Michael Jordan dress singing the national anthem of the All-Star game? <laughs> In the home of the bird. Dude, he's all pounding his chest. <laughs> he's like asking for pounds. For yeah. that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's awesome. Um, the camera shot is like the cameraman's like laying on the ground because it's like the up, upper hey, chin. It's the original Instagram. Sid's the original Instagram influencer. Yeah. God damn it. It's a selfie, Sid. <laughs> um, he says something about Goldberg and Sting, but like I said, it's Sid, so you can't hear Goldberg Sting whispering. What if he knew that nobody could really hear him when he's whispering? So what he's actually doing is giving away the result of the match, knowing you're not. What's gonna happen is Goldberg's gonna spear me, and then I'm gonna get decued, and everything's gonna go to shit. I love the world, the world. And then you just go back, and he's been doing it his entire career, whole career. I I I've been a fake Sting and win the title. I'm over the hard. Yeah. I'm going to toss out Hogan. He's gonna to toss me out, and he's the big 
baby face. <laughs> but I'm the ruler! I'm the ruler! <laughs> I'm going to shatter my leg. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Epic foreshadowing. Have you seen, real quickly, have you seen <laughs> the interview where some guy asks him about that spot? No. no. And he goes, yeah, that's probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying here. Uh, we get a uh, let's move on. Uh, some more Sid coming up. So Sid rules. <laughs> we get a Look Road Wild match announced uh, <laughs> for the Dose Tag Team Championship. This is going to be Bam Bam and Canyon versus Harlem Heat. Let's go. To our next match as it's uh, Hugh Morris and Jerry Flynn with Jimmy Hart versus Dean Malenko and Shane Douglas. Oh my uh, God! See, here's my head is only thinking one thing. I know Dean Malenko is good. Yep. We're gonna find out how fucking good he is. Well, Can he work for four people? Well, well no. No. <laughs> back and forth match between the two teams. This is a Nitro special. Oh. Yeah, because parody is deserved here. Um, Douglas plays the hot tag the entire match. Um, to me, I don't think he was really in the match. He wasn't. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Jimmy Hart gets on the apron on the apron and just waits for the spot as Morris kicks uh, gets kicked into the trophy. Douglas hits the Pittsburgh plunge on Jerry Flynn for the win. Then Dean Malenko takes the hardcore trophy and says, "Finley, this is coming back to you." So is Finley part of the revolution now too? I have no, but yeah, sure. Yes. Okay. Hey guys, at Road Wild, we're gonna get Goldberg versus Rick Steiner. That's, Should be stiff. Yeah. Uh, then we get a music video, a Megadeth's music video uh, with Goldberg's montage. They kind of forgot this on the network. Crappy ass theme. Crappy ass theme. Crappy ass theme. Crazy is uh, so somebody has to like label the chapters and it's labeled on the network. Goldberg's Megadeth thing. I was like, of course it um, is. You know, check you it know, out. The part you had to label, you're supposed to take out. Wait, all right. What if. <laughs> for all we know, what if that's the one thing they got clearance for? Megadeth? And they accidentally have been muting in his old music on the that fucking That would 100% team. check out, actually. It's like, you guys, you're, you're blocking, you're, you're, you're playing the music video, but you're blocking the theme song? What's up with that? Uh, What's then, up with that? Then we get the Nitro Girls. Then commentary brings up that they, they talk out the main event uh, tonight. Uh, and then they bring up that uh, also it would be Chris Benoit versus DDP. Rick Steiner comes down and goes to the commentary booth and just takes Hudson. But why? Well, you never you never said why. Why? Because earlier, didn't you pay attention earlier in the night? Hudson had said he was over the line for the attacks and all um, that. Being, yeah. But, yes. Okay. Yep. Any uh, context, Joe, or else people uh, are like, "Why do you just attack Scott Hudson?" I for apologize. Yes, uh, Scott Hudson talking trash, according to Rick Steiner. Yeah. As he grabs Hudson, takes him in the ring, and hits a belly-to-belly suplex on Hudson and starts punching him. Hey, I mean, Hudson so, hugged close. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and you know what? I give him props. He didn't flinch or anything on those punches. And if I'm ha- Rick Steiner, I'm a little worried. He's a pro, yes, but he also just loves to just fight. So He loves to fight. He does, but it's, it's those kind of guys, though, where like you would be kind of 100% trusting. Like, yeah. well, I don't know if it's Scott. I'm not sure. Uh, this li- this Scott, era. yeah, this is Liffy. Because like uh, you know, <laughs> but Rick, I would let him kind of. I mean, he just he took good care of him. Yeah. Uh, By so the way, remember how I said a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. that 
there might have been another reason that Tony wasn't out there at the announce table. And there it is. Well, he wasn't going to take this beating. Nope. So, and they're really trying to put over Rick as, mm-hmm. to that level. Well, I mean, also last week, uh, Triple H punched an announcer, so let's yeah. do our own. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah. yeah. Uh, security comes down and stops, but Rick begins to start punching him again until security <laughs> takes him away. We, we come back from commercial and Hudson's being stretchered off with Bischoff joining commentary. And all I could think was, so during the commercial, I was like, oh, fucking sweet, Shivani's back. And I'm like, oh, god damn it, we get Bischoff. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, they show uh, Hudson getting um, put in the ambulance. Bobby doesn't want to be there. Where to, Scotty? And Eric's like, well, I need you here for the main event. So That's, just. Can we find Bobby? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bob, it, that was legit, too. Every time there was physical oh, sure stuff, he yeah. bounced. He bounced because of the broken neck issues. Because of the, uh, the Pillman thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and it goes before that, even. He had he broken his neck in 84, mm-hmm. all Japan, and never got it fixed until 94. Because, uh, ironically, WCW Insurance is what yeah. got him to do it. McMahon. You, Part of the reason he came to the company because he got You couldn't insurance. fucking take care of it. One of your most important guys, really? you couldn't take care of it. He just was fucking neck surgery, you dick. Yeah. So, fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So anytime there's anything physical, Bobby oh, bolts. The most infamous one. Yeah. There was W Nitro. Mm-hmm. When Heenan goes behind, uh, Pillman. Brian Pillman goes we behind just, and grabs him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we were just there, Joe. I'm giving context. Okay. And Pillman. Well, now we give Yeah, Pillman, <laughs> Pillman grabs uh, Heenan by the hey, back. what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck? Are, yeah, and it's still not edited on the network, so nope. go back and watch that one. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to our next match with commentary team of Bobby Heenan and Eric Bischoff as it's Bobby Duncan Jr. All we need to do is get Mongo back out there, and that's the original Nitro team. Versus Saturn. Could be worse. This um, is terrible. Henning comes God. down before the match and says, hey, there's a lot of copycats around here. Um, Henning says that the other people hopping on the country bandwagon as Chad Brock, uh, he's going to be on Nitro to sing. I had to look this up. It was so forced because... Bischoff. Okay, so he's he's cutting a promo on someone and he doesn't say the name and Bischoff's like, Oh, he must be talking about Chad Brock. And I'm like, Well, that sounded forced as fuck. Yep. Like, yes, a former fucking power plant trainee mm-hmm. ended up with a couple country hits, so you brought him back. Whatever. Yep. Uh Henning then uh, decides to rip on Saturn, tell Saturn that uh his real name should be Uranus. We got mom jokes and Uranus jokes. Yep. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Not even Jeez. good mom jokes. Saturn instantly then hits uh, Duncan with a Death Valley driver and then tells uh, Henning to get in the ring and let's have a match. I can't understand why uh, kids think that the uh, attitude stuff is edgier <laughs> and more. I just, I can't fathom it. Can't figure it out. Uranus. During mm. all this, Bischoff is running down Henning's career and he calls, uh, at one point, he goes... Uh, Thanks to WWF getting him a record. I mean, WCW getting him a record deal. And I'm like, <laughs> oops, Bischoff of all people, you know, <laughs> right? Really? You're uh, the one. But then he like, I don't know, like I like because he caught himself and he was like, well, I mean, he did, used to work for WWF. Like, he yeah. kind of he went with it. Yeah, he caught himself. But yeah, uh, this is a Nitro special. Uh, uh, I watched this with the producer and she put, uh, why does Henning look blown up at the end of the match? Well, because he is. Because he was. Because uh, it was a Nitro special. Yeah. Um, Saturn hits the Death Eye driver on Henning, but the Rednecks run down and attack Saturn. They hit Saturn with the cowbell and then hog tie him. Where the, as I put, where's the, the revolution? Malenko and Douglas finally show up. 
I can't believe it. Looks like we're getting a revolution. West Texas Rednecks feud. I mean, my God. If there are two factions I want to watch fight less, I don't know who it would be. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, I don't know. First Family and... I'd take the First Family over West Texas Rednecks. Dungeon of Doom. I long for the days of Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> We get a recap from last Nitro, DDP costing Benoit the U.S. title. This leads to our next match, DDP versus Chris Benoit. Charles Robinson is the ref. Uh, Bischoff talking trash about DDP during the show. Uh, him hating Flair, now teaming up with him. Um, Bischoff thinks that being a two-time champ is a little much for DDP. Uh, ni- millions of people agree. Yes. Uh, Nitro special here. During the match, Bishop brings up that Sting and WCW are in talks that the control WCW will be going back to WCW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could tell that Sting wasn't going to be the... Yeah. It's not doing this horse. I don't week. remember it lasting this long, to be honest. <laughs> uh, Benoit hits a flying headbutt, but David Flair gets on the apron, and Benoit knocks him down. DDP tries to do the roll-up, but Benoit reverses the roll-up into a roll-up for the win. After the, uh, after the match, DDP hits Benoit with two diamond cutters. Uh, Dave Flores talks trash to him, and DDP hits a second rope diamond cutter on Mr. Benoit. So real quick, I don't remember you mentioned it. Uh, so is Flair hurt uh, Rick, or they just took Brother. him off TV? Took him off TV. Okay. Listen here, dude. Yeah, a creative didn't work for someone else, brother, whose power is so big now that... Um, other people's creative gets canceled if he feels like it. That's fair. No, not really. Dude. Not at all. <laughs> Let's go backstage for a minute for the Sid selfie. As he's still whispering. As he... Now he's just giving away the, the whole... <laughs> he's giving away the whole plans for Road Wild, but nobody can tell. Uh, well, no, he's giving away his plans for the year 2000. <laughs> as his record in the year 2000 would be better than anybody else's. As here's the Millennium Man! In 02, Rock faces Ultimate. But it's NWO Hollywood Hogan. You wouldn't think that, but it is. Trust me. CM Punk in 2011. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow CM Punk has a skinny fat ass. (laughs) So, like... You know what? Sid is Dave Meltzer's source. (laughs) Dave's the only one that can hear it. (laughs) (laughs) He thought it was obscene calls at first, but it's just Sid calling in the middle of the night. With the booking plans. <laughs> it's like, there's a lot of heavy breathing. I turned the volume up on my phone. I finally figured out it was Sid. <laughs> so the WWE will be doing a draft. <laughs> the first round, SmackDown's taking The Rock. <laughs> what now? <laughs> Bret Hart wins. Owen wins the title anyways. <laughs> God damn it. Sid just became my favorite person in the history of the Monday Night Wars. We're renaming the MVP to the Sid. Sid. (laughs) He'd be the first person to have the the worst and the best named after him. (laughs) (laughs) Only Sid could do that. (laughs) This is the Sid hotline. I'll let you know what's going to happen. Let your parents know it'll cost them $1.99 a minute. (laughs) You call. It was just Sid yelling at you. One line. Number one is him whispering. Number two, he screams at you. What is a pajami death match? <laughs> Number three in <laughs> Spanish. Weirdly enough. <laughs> Whispering in Spanish. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> oh, 
So Hooven Dude is taking on the ramp at this upcoming. <laughs> <laughs> so like I love how there's the like ramp win. <laughs> I love how there's promos for the Millennium Man on Raw. So Sid's now just the Millennium yeah. Man on Nitro. Yeah. I'm the man of the Millennium. That that <laughs> clock isn't counting, it's Sid making the noise. <laughs> yeah. 169. 168. <laughs> I know it's hard to tell. <laughs> but he said he's gonna do better than Goldberg's streak here. Yep. Yeah. And I cannot wait <laughs> to start talking about we that. Only hope. <laughs> uh, at Road See, Sid is about as good with math as he is with honoring contract. <laughs> at Road Wild, it will be Macho Man Randy <laughs> Savage versus Dennis Rodman. Who's making more money than me? <laughs> <laughs> Who better than Canyon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back to the ring with Mean Gene as he brings out Macho Man Randy Savage with Gorgeous George. But wait, no no George. Sans George. This is a weird week for Gene and Savage together. Yeah. Weird, dude. Uh, Macho says his presidential campaign is on hold so he can uh, prove that he can take out the trash. Uh, George is under lock, uh, lock and key. Hogan, you're dead, man. You're dead. Nash, you're dead. Rodman, you're really dead. That's the thing that drew me back. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Nash dropped down to two? Yeah. That's what I took away from it. Yeah. None of the other stuff. Like, whoa, hold on a minute. Um, Gene's trying to have Macho focus during this, and Macho does not care. Macho calls out Rodman, but Mona comes out. She wants Macho to reconsider being part of Team Madness. Macho says, uh, that would show a kind side of me, right? Macho then forces her to get on her knees and beg for a job. Whoa, whoa, okay. Whoa. <laughs> but then Macho's like, nah, you're still fired. <laughs> I did kind of like that dick move. Fine. You're, you're fired. still fired. Then on the stage, here comes Dennis Rodman with 4x4 four four and Big Swole. Is that racist? It's not not racist. Okay. I'm like, did uh, really, they just do that? He calls Macho a Macho asshole. Yep. And then he goes, you mad that I had sex with your girl? Yep. I was like, is this raw? Yeah. <laughs> he gave it to her raw. Uh, Rodman then comes down to the, the ringside. Boring. As he's coming down the ringside, uh, Rodman does the, once you go black, you don't go back. <laughs> uh, Macho says, uh, you were someone's bitch before you can't have mine. And Barry Shaw's like, all right, cut this yeah, out. Camera on, right, stop. Yeah. yeah, we're done here. Wrap it up. So then Mona low blows Macho Man. Uh, Rodman gets in the ring and tries to clothesline Macho, but misses. And then hits an elbow, a dro- elbow drop. Uh, Macho asks for the mic, but they go to commercial. This was... Good God. This was... <laughs> jarring, yeah. I think might be the best way to put it. As I said, do you really want to give Dennis Rodman the mic? Do you really want to give these two a live mic? No. And have them go off each other? No. Because... I mean, Robin, I mean, he doesn't care. Yeah. He's whatever. But and Macho will match whatever you do. So Cut it. <laughs> Kill wow, the mics. Man. Jesus, right? Jesus, man. Um, Wait, you just said that. At Road Wild, though, it will be Sting versus Sid Vicious. I mean, you guys could say what you want, but top of the card for Road Wild looks pretty stacked. There's mm-hmm. big names and big matches. It is. This is true. So let's go to our next match, as is Vampiro with ICP and Raven 
versus Eddie Guerrero. We had a Nitro special with Vampiro's entrance. It went on and on, like it just kept going, and it and it annoyed me too because they had to pipe in fake ass music. Yeah. And it's a short fucking arena, right? What the fuck are it, you walking I so mean, slow for? I mean, when did he become a babyface? Because that's clearly a heel yeah. group, but he's high fiving everybody. He's doing the Jericho into the crowd. He goes over and makes a point to shake Bobby's hand. Bobby's all scared shitless. He's like, "No, no, no, Bobby, it's cool. Like, just shake my hand." You know, doesn't make any sense. Raven uh, looks bored out of his mind. Yep. Uh, night, but we get a Nitro special in the entrance and then a Nitro special during the match. Uh, Raven shoves Eddie off the top rope to let Vampiro hit the nail in the coffin. I get it. Bischoff wasn't kidding. They cut it. That last segment was supposed to go way longer. Mm-hmm. They're like, stretch, stretch. Yeah. High five everybody. I'm a heel. High five everybody. Dude. Um, they attacked uh, all the uh, ICP, Raven, and Van- uh, uh, ICP and Vampiro with Raven standing there. Attack. Uh, Eddie after the match, but Conan and Ray come out and make the save. So during the match, uh, we got out when they went outside. Uh, Bischoff was on one tonight because they went by the table, and you hear him go, "Get him away from the table!" And then he doesn't say anything. And as they walk away, you could see him stand up and like visibly point, "Get the fuck away from the table!" Yeah, he was having none of that shit. I was like, "What the fuck? Holy Christ, Bischoff!" <laughs> right? Don't God come over here! Damn! Don't don't you dare come over here! Um, so then commentary brings up that, hey guys, Kevin Nash does not want the title match tonight. What? That makes no sense. Nope. Okay. Um, bait and deliver to the live crowd there. What? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) what? Like, why, why? The guy, the guy that wants the title gets the title opportunity because the guy's like, you know, hey, I'll chat, I'll give you that shot. And then I don't want it. Now I'm good. Champ has made a mistake. <laughs> well, um, shit. I want it on pay-per-view. I want to go to Sturgis and said no one ever. Ever. Hmm. What was that special? Uh, but on the bright side, guess what, guys? Hollywood Hulk Hogan will be joining commentary. <laughs> Did you see Bobby? Bobby doesn't want none of it. Bobby was thrilled. He leaves. He legitimately leaves. As yeah. he should have. I thought about leaving. That's one of the great... like, And I... This is a terrible thing to admit, because... Uh, just Bobby was so awesome, period. Mm-hmm. But what for me, and for a lot of hardcore fans, one of the biggest bummers of his death was that he always promised um, that he would eventually explain the reason of the very real heat between he and Hogan. And Never did. Never did. Because he was going to do it in his book, but then apparently Hogan, who's very litigious, um, yep. ended up writing the forward for that book, which tells me there was a settlement of some sort of non-disclosure. Some cash older there. So Bobby never ended up saying anything, and now we'll never know. What do you think it was? Have you ever heard stories and rumors? I know, that's just it. And this is like one of the one things in wrestling that's so well covered. So then he banged his wife or something, right? Like Nobody knows. Like, what else would it be that personal? Like, right? You, you would, I mean, it's got to be something on that level. But for some reason, there was like real heat, and... Yeah, he very much was like, I'm out of here then. So he leaves. Interesting. Um, so our, our main event tonight, guys, it's going to be Sid and Rick Steiner versus Sting and Goldberg. Sid comes out to music. Uh, Goldberg comes music out to his terrible. Goldberg comes out to his new music. It's not his real music. They pipe in Sid's music. Oh. And I, I don't get it. Because his actual music, it's literally... For like five minutes. There's no way it's like copyrighted anywhere. Like, 
Like, what the fuck are you doing? God damn it. Do you think that's the one where they're like, no, we're doing this just for taste. Like, put this, a new it's one. so bad. We're giving you better music. And then didn't. Um, Goldberg comes out with his new music. Hey, guys, Goldberg has a nasty scar on the back of his head. It's not a scar. It's a goose egg. He came out with his new tag team partner. The goose egg on the back the of his head. The goose egg. Uh, thank God that wasn't a first blood match. So, uh, what, uh, that, goddamn the, he, he, he had like three lumps on the back of his head. And it was from the spot earlier with the shovel, a.k.a. by him getting thrown over a table. What did he hit? Did we see? What he no, I told hit? you what happened. He, he, they, it wasn't the shovel. They threw him over that table. When he went over the table, right. he yeah. hit the concrete, the concrete. With, uh, with his head. And uh, boom. Bischoff says that they had a super glue. Which is legit. Yeah. It's actually, it holds well. It's actually, if it's a it's real actually quick becoming, fix. It's becoming a, mm-hmm. a go-to in medical fields. Right? Yeah. For a real quick fix, it works very so well. Sabu was a 30 years ahead of the curve. They, um, That's all they could afford. He should get money for it. Industrial super glue. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I'll try this. Why not? <laughs> Couldn't afford band-aids. If we, if we were drinking to this game, uh, to this commentary, we should have drank to every time Hogan went, brother. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't want Oh, brother. I want to live through this. Cirrhosis of the liver. Stings on a run, brother. <laughs> brother, 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 brother. Do you think he even knows he does it? Brother, no. No. I think it's just so secondhand. Jesus that. Christ, dude. <laughs> Not everybody's your brother, brother. Brother. Listen here, dude. Um, he hates brothers, brother. Steiner, the clean shave really shows where I'm coming at from these days, brother. They really dig the clean shave, dude, brother. <laughs> Nobody cares, brother. Uh, Steiner grabs a chair, but Hogan... Uh, I cared. Because yeah. to me, it was a dead giveaway that Red and Yellow was coming back, whether uh, I wanted it to or not. Uh, I was like, oh, God, he did it away with the black beard. Uh, Fuck. I knew it was a matter of time. Uh, Steiner uh, grabs a chair, but Hogan grabs the chair and hits Steiner with a class. Uh, hits Sid and Steiner with a vintage Hogan shot. Forget the vintage Hogan shot. Let's talk about the wonder that is Sid Vicious. <laughs> so he's choking Sting on the ropes. Yep. Hogan crack taps him with the steel chair. Yep. But instead of going straight back down, oh fuck no. That's too pedestrian for Sid. I'm going to wobble like a madman and turn at a weird angle 45 degrees and fall into the turnbuckle when there's no way on earth I would ever naturally possibly do that. Nope. I love you, Sid. Uh, so, I mean, so you mean the baby face Hulk Hogan using a chair to interfere in a match? Okay, just typical well, Hogan face moves. But, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I'm also, in 1999, that does make you a baby face. I mean, it's fair. Hogan's been this in 1983. Yeah. As the face... You're not wrong. I, yeah. He always wrestled like a hero. I don't understand. <laughs> he rakes the eye. He yeah. back. Listen here, dude. He whips him with a belt. Like, brother. That's <laughs> just like brother. And not to mention most of the storylines, he's the asshole. He's the asshole. Brother, brother, dude. Fucked over Brett. Fucked over Macho. Tried to fuck Macho's girl. Yeah. Fucked over Paul Orndorff. <laughs> fucking no wonder. <laughs> he's the fucking heel everywhere. Every fucking time. Yeah. Listen here, dude. Um... So Goldberg only got in the match once. Probably because he's <laughs> he can't see straight. Because according to him, oh. he was wrestling 12 people. Get the one in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, um, good on them to... Well, no. <laughs> what? I would say good on I them. I agree. No, I, would say, I was, I was going to say good on them to allow him not to be in the match, but maybe should have done something like a backstage segment, segment since you had a stretch that he's legitimately just knocked down. Well, you know what I mean? Like, gone with one where he well, got like, attacked. Then you were doing the handicap match between Sid well, and... Hold on. Hold on, guys. 
you guys are you guys are talking in a 2020 sense for something that happened in it. Concussions were nothing in 1999 still. That's true. It was just like rub dirt on it and get your fucking ass out there in all sports. Well, I was just out of sign because he can't wrestle very long. So I'm yeah. with it. it yeah. meant nothing in 1999. <laughs> well, don't worry, guys. We had brother, brother on commentary. So this uh, uh, Nash comes through the crowd and power bombs Hogan through the announce table to end Nitro. So two straight weeks, Nash has had the upper hand on brother, brother, brother. Now you know why uh, Bischoff was so adamant about getting the fuck away from the table. Yep. Because it was gimmicked for one bump and one bump only. Mm. Yep. So, as I let's move on. This brings it into WCW. As I was saying so joyously, I'm done with heat. However, however, you bastards found it on da- motion of somewhere, and I had to watch the it. The motion of daily. The motion of daily. So let's do a little something that heat recap. Uh, they recap Raw. We get a promo with Undertaker and Big Show, and as they call themselves, the Unholy Alliance uh, Union. It's a uh, frightening title. That's a frightening tag team, by the way. Yes. Uh, Big Show says oh that God. he, uh, in the WWE, the strong survives, and that's why he joined The Undertaker. Uh, that um, they will be after Kane and Stone Cold. There will be Armageddon. Uh, Undertaker oh, said. Yeah, but only in December. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Undertaker <laughs> says Kane has showed compassion to X Pac, and Big Show doesn't have that. Um, uh, Everybody hates uh, Undertaker. Says he hates everybody, even Big Show. And he says, and he like looks Big Show in the back in the face and goes, "One day I will stab I will stab you in the back." I love it. So great. I love it. Who say who does that? I hate everybody, including you. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna stab you in the back. Think you take lessons? As, no. As uh. Uh, Undertaker says uh, the days of spooky sounds and lights are over. Thank God. Um, that they're going to destroy everybody. And then the acolytes come out. Farouk says that they've been, uh, it looks like you guys have been watching way too many movies. Um, they said that, hey, we're not afraid of you because you're seven feet tall. And they said, if you guys want to fight, we'll fight you. Uh, Tape, Taker accepts and says, you know, I brought you to the show and I'll make sure you guys uh, leave the show after tonight. Let's go to our first match of the night. The Hardy Boys with Michael Hayes versus Funaki and Papa Chulo. <laughs> okay. What? Indeed. Funaki and Papa Chulo. Uh, Hayes joins commentary. Hardy Boys win. Uh, backstage, Terry and Meat had sex, and now he has a match. Uh, Edge versus... What a gimmick. <laughs> Edge versus... Uh, Edge versus uh, Meat with PMS. Edge wins. Christian and Gangrel are in the audience watching from afar. Uh, Terry has meat kiss her feet as Jackie leaves the ring. Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Deborah promo Jarrett challenges D'Lo to a match on Raw title for title. Uh, then we go backstage with Chaz and Mariana as Albert comes by and pinches her on the ass. She slaps him. Chaz and Albert get into it. This leads to our next match, Albert versus Chaz. However, um, uh, the match never happens because... Uh, Albert and Chaz start brawling, and then the guy dressed up all in white shows up and attacks Chaz uh, from last week. And then Albert grabs Mariana and then starts kissing her. Jesus fucking Christ. Our next match was Midian versus Steve Blackman. 
bell, uh, the bell never rings because Blackman beats up Midian with all his weapons and threatens to be- stab him with the blades he has. <laughs> Jesus. And then just, and just walks away. Uh, our main event for Heat was Big Show and the Acolytes versus uh, Big Show and Undertaker versus the Acolytes. Um, it's an all-out brawl. Undertaker and Big Show gets chairs and destroys them. Hardcore Holly comes out and starts to pat Big Show on the back and Undertaker on the back, but then Undertaker tries to take a swing, and Big Show stops him. Um, they leave. Big Show tells Holly to leave, and uh, as Holly and Big Show are walking uh, up the ramp, Undertaker gives follow, confused on what's happening with this duo. God damn it. It's amazing. That ends heat. Let's move on to Raw. Uh, the pyro goes off. And the acolytes are standing on the stage as they come down the ring. JR is mystified that they're there, standing in front of the pyro. Uh, acolytes call out Undertaker and Big Show, but hardcore the big <laughs> shot hardcore Holly comes out. Holly says, Show and Taker are even here, but he's the king of the super heavyweights. That's who's here right now. Bradshaw asks, which one of them want, uh, do you want to face? And he's like, one of you. I'll take hell. I'll take you both on. Uh, Holly gets in the ring and the acolytes destroy him as they hit a double power bomb on him twice. I love that. Like clearly, somebody loved him saying in the back, "Hey, I got an idea. I'll give me the belt. I'll kick everybody's ass." They were like, "Let's do that on TV. Yes. That's fucking awesome. Let's do it." Yeah. Uh, commentary brings up that tonight it's going to be Undertaker and Big Show versus Kane and the Road Dog, Jeff Jarrett and. Versus D'Lo Brown, title for title. Uh, Shane is going to break his silence on his thoughts of what has happened to his father, Vince. Uh, backstage, Undertaker and Big Show and with Paul Bear have just now shown up. Uh, we get a recap from Fully Loaded, Gangrel costing Edge the IC belt on Raw. Gangrel talk, uh, taking Christian from their tag match last week. On Heat, Gangrel and Christian watching from afar during Ed's match. We get a promo from earlier in the night with Terry Taylor and Edge. Edge can't believe it. He's heartbroken and he's angry for Christian for allying himself with Gangrel. The rooster. Thanks, Roost. So, let's go to our first match of the night, guys. A bloodbath match. That's right, a bloodbath match. Um, you have to give someone a bloodbath when they're in. There's a vat of sim- simulate, simulated blood in, in a little container on the outside and it's Edge versus Gangrel all right uh we get a raw special uh I was honestly surprised it went that long seeing that the stipulation was that I was like oh this should be a quick match I just now realized you're on raw hey bud I thought I thought you were still on the heat (laughs) nope um, I thought it was a good match like a decent match but it went way too fucking long holy god um it, it did go a little long. Um, I, Especially because they took a commercial break before I, the match started. Then we came back, they were just standing there. Let it go. <laughs> I guess maybe they wanted to see the good. What Edge had to offer ratings wise, maybe? Maybe. But he sustained a crowd. I mean, they got a. They obviously. I mean, the, the one day rain and the. They're obviously pushing him. So it's like, let's see what he can do, maybe. Because, I mean, I can't think of any other reason for this to go that long. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe they were just actually getting through the Sting-Goldberg segment. Just, like, they knew they were going to lose anyways. So you just kind of... 
Uh, it's possible too. Kind of Don't sacrifice anything else. Yeah. Uh, Edge goes for the spear, but Gangrel puts the chair in front of him, so Edge runs into that. Gangrel hits the Impaler DDT and goes for the blood, but the Brood's music hits and the lights go out. The lights come back on, and Gangrel is covered in blood, and it's Christian standing over him. Uh, the match, the bell rings, ends, and your winner, I guess, is Edge because of Christian's run-in, but Edge and Christian hug it out. So Gangrel got busted open earlier in the match. He took a chair to the face and busted his eye all to fucking hell. Yeah. I imagine like it. imagine like being that guy, like I'm gonna bust my face up and I'm gonna get covered in whatever the fuck is in this bucket later. That's gonna be fun. Mm. It should feel great later. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You know what I like? My gash is being filled with <laughs> simulated simulated blood. blood. No, thank you. Uh, we go back to the ring with for Shane McMahon as he's disgusted on what he saw last week. Vince should have had a retirement party of the likes of Wayne Gretzky and better than Michael Jordan. Uh, Shane says, no, uh, that last week you guys just sang him out. Shane looks at JR and goes, hey, we have business later on to tend to. Um, without Vince McMahon being here, uh, there wouldn't be superstars like Undertaker, Kane, China, Triple H, The Rock, even Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell, if Vince McMahon wasn't here, we wouldn't even have WCW. Hell, their roster is mostly made of uh, made up of superstars that Vince created. That's what they're. That's what they. That's what they just said. I might be wrong. You know, I am wrong, but I'm just letting you know. A lot of the ro- uh, some of the roster. Okay, he said most. Yeah, most. I'll give him Brett Holland Nash. Uh, Hogan. Hulk, Hulkamania was alive before him. Do it. Sid Luger. Sid Luger was a WWE guy. Did he become? Doesn't he bigger WWF than we no, back? God, no, that was a failure. No, yeah. Sid, Sid was a WWF guy first. Sting, damn, um, damn. Sting, yeah, <laughs> Sting, DDP. Yeah, Sting. Uh, yeah. I mean, technically, DDP was WWF. First. Who? DDP. No. Did he drive honky tonk. I mean, he drove hey, a car. I'm counting. He's counting. Um, <laughs> no, most is the wrong way to phrase it. Uh, Some three. No. Three. I'll give you three. All right. Uh, Bret Hart, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall mean definitely Gene. were made in AWH like Hogan and Heen. Buff. <laughs> but <laughs> hear me out. Um, I do like the shot, like just a little, like a little pokey at WCW. Yeah. I don't mind yeah. them like WCW. every once in a while, kind of poking each oh, other. No, I don't mind I love that. that. I don't mind that at all. I just one of the one of the things through history since they've bought everything and we read history. Is I hate the whole Vince created all these superstars when in reality, he's created so little. Mm-hmm. Like look at the last fifteen years as evidence. All the guys that he takes credit for creating were bona fide. I mean Hogan, Rocky Three did more for Hogan than anything, and he was in the AWA when that happened. Like he was already the red and yellow shirt tearing dude when That's why he's he in the came. movie. Yeah, <laughs> when he came to WF, so Vince didn't do anything to make him. So okay, I have a question about that. Uh, I, didn't, I don't know when that came out. Uh, when Rocky Three came out, who would have been the person if they had picked somebody from WWF? That's just it. They didn't have anybody that fit what they needed in that. Because I mean, Backlund was the world champ, and Snuka was the most over babyface. Mm. That don't work. Yeah, they they didn't have anybody that fit what Thunderlips needed to be. I mean, Hogan was the perfect choice. Shane brings up that him and Triple H have been talking, and at 
and about how Triple H has guaranteed his victory at SummerSlam. Um, about that. Shane brings up that the corporate ministry can do whatever they want until he feels that it feels right for them to band back together. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> they're already they'd be like they're already doing it. They'd be like Hogan coming on TV next week talking about how the Wolf Pack has plans. So, so <laughs> Rock's like, "Hey, Nation, I got you." Bro. Yeah. So, guys, the uh, the the corporate ministry is done. Yeah. So, yeah. guys, let's ask. I got a question for all of you. Nine inches. Mm. Uh, who had a better run, corporate ministry or the NWO elite? Uh, corporate ministry, by a lot. They're all still um, healthy and employed. Well, the other other teams just employed. I'll say Wolfpack Elite for uh, the Ooh. fact that they had those guaranteed contracts. Mm. So Scott Steiner is making more than Midian and Viscera put together to stay at home. But he's not as good a worker as Viscera, so not goes to Viscera Ooh. in this one. Uh. Um, because besides Undertaker and that wonderful title reign he had during the corporate ministry, yeah. um, they didn't really do anything. I mean, Triple H was built up more. But other than that, the Acolytes were made tag champs. Boss man. Yeah. Shane Vince are prominent. That's not necessarily a good thing. Well, I think Riggs made a differ. I think it was a good thing for them at the time. We didn't have to like it, but everybody else did. In Elite, you had... Did they like Vince and Shane, or did they just like Vince? Mm, I think they liked them both, to a degree. Or did they just like Stone Cold and The Rock and put up with the other hour and 50 minutes? <laughs> I mean, it might be that. Let's, I mean, if we're going to be completely honest here... Uh, when you basically have Kevin Nash and Buff Bagwell, then, as your two lead stars in NWO Elite. Yeah. Oh, no. I, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, both were miserable failures is what I was getting at. Because I don't see this wonderful run for the corporate ministry that everyone else seems to, to see here. Well, you have to remember, this is Jeff Mack's favorite. Oh, okay. That's right. I Group. forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shane then says, you know what, guys? I'm just going to focus on Test. I think uh, I enjoyed the brood more than I did the corporate ministry. <laughs> Test needs to stay away from my sister. Uh, then Test comes out. Test says that... Uh, he uh, he told Shane and the posse to stay out of business, but since they're not, Shane and the posse are his business. Starting last week with fat-ass Pete Gass. This week it's going to be uh, Rodney, and then I'll get to Joey Abs, and then I'll get to you, Shane. Hmm. Also to build towards pay-per-view. That's weird. Yeah, 101. We cut backstage with Road Dog and Kane walking to the ring as Road Dog's trying to, like, do you understand <laughs> me? Do you understand me? It was that night that they came to, they came to agreeance on the no mask ordering policy. Yep. Mm. Uh, we get a countdown to the millennium. Sid's gonna be on Raw next. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. One hundred sixty-nine hours and twenty-one minutes. Backstage, we have this, this, like, Jr. is like, uh, by my calculations, that ends next week. <laughs> he started doing like saying that now. Very good, Jr. <laughs> Uh, Al Snow and the, his dog Pepper are putting head in the toilet. <laughs> I just want you to say that sentence one more time, please. Al Snow and his uh, dog Pepper are putting head in the toilet. And what is head? Head is the mannequin head. There it is. There it is. <laughs> They're giving a mannequin head a swirly. <laughs> Actually, I loved I love Lawler's line. He was like, "Who's running that team? Is it Pepper? Who's in charge?" <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck are we doing with Al Snow? Fuck God. 
Like, Should we move on to our next match? No, okay. we'll stay right here in this moment. Okay. Corey, how you doing, buddy? You took your glasses off in dis- dismay. I can't believe that they're winning the ratings war. When the other side has Sid, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Sid? No, that's the proper way to wear a mask. There it is. Sid, you cover, don't cover, cover your chin. That'll stop it. That'll stop Sid it. versus a mannequin getting a swirly. Guy oh, checks out. Oh my uh, god. So our next match. <laughs> The Big Show and The Undertaker versus Road Dog and Kane. Undertaker and Show come out to new music. This is really early in the show. <laughs> really uh, early. I do like the fact that on Heat, no more spooky music, no more spooky lights and sounds, and what, what the lights come out, come go down for Taker. I'm like, that don't make no sense. You mean they didn't think things through? And- yes, sir. Okay. There it is. Uh, we're about to swirly this match. Uh, Road Dog low blows Undertaker. Uh, Kane comes in and, with the hot tag with the clothesline uh, and clotheslines. The crowd uh, is losing their fucking shit losing their Kane. mind. Clothesline show Holy the top God. rope. Uh, Road Dog goes to hit the Big Show with the chair, but the ref stops him. Kane choke slams Undertaker. Big Show then punches the chair into B- Road Dog. Kane is going to go for the tombstone, but Big Show gets on the apron and. Uh, Kane goes after Show, but Show punches uh, Kane, and Kane stumbles into a tombstone from the Undertaker for the win. Big Show hits Kane with a big splash, and Show choke slams Road Dog after the match. The Acolytes come out, but Hark Holly comes out, and Tanya Harding's them with a baseball bat, <laughs> hits them in the knees. Uh, Holly says, This is the last time I save your guys' asses. You're on thin ice with me. Corey, did you notice Bradshaw? No symbols. Yep. God damn it. Yep. It's it's. But the corporate ministry is on hiatus until on hiatus. <laughs> Someone needs to tell Shane. Like I don't know who you think you're in charge of anymore, but it ain't this. <laughs> uh, we get backstage and the Rock shows up and he has to make fun of a couple of people. Uh, what a dick showing up. God damn. Again, baby face. Baby face. <laughs> Of course. You know what's funny? What a dick. Is, I got like, 700 bucks. Who gives a shit? It, it, it. To me, that it, to me, And then pushes him over. To me, that's hilarious. Like, that we love the guy, but then as he's a baby face, he's an asshole. Such a dick. He wasn't this much of a dick as a hill. No. Yeah. Like, he, he waited until he became the most popular dude in the company, besides Austin, to start acting like a just complete utter D-bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they do show that The Rock was at the Pirates game last night. Uh, Throughout the first pitch. They didn't show that part funny enough. Which tells me it tells was me a terrible It was pitch. not good. I forgot to look it up. That's my bad. I was uh, going to look I, it up. I looked it up. Was it bad? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the mat- The game, though, was it was the Pittsburgh Pirates defeating the Florida Marlins. Well, thanks for that, Saxton. Two to one. <laughs> I, I looked it up, but I can't tell you about it. I care that. about The Rock. I don't give a shit about the game. <laughs> yeah, I just want to let you guys know what the score Fuck of the, the game Pirates. was. Fuck Jason Kendall. Whoever the fuck played for the Pirates then. You know what? Have, look it up. I don't know if they even have... You know. <laughs> Fucking Gary Sheffield's ass. I don't go fuck. Uh, commentary <laughs> brings up, hey guys, guess who's going to be here next week? The body, Jurassic Ventura. <clears throat> they kept saying in Raw, not on Raw. Which is weird. Uh, okay, so here's... Makes me think it's weird next week. There was a lot of... BS they had to tiptoe around because he was a governor. Hmm. Um, his state, the majority of the people in that state were not happy he was doing this. 
Uh, was this an election year? No, he had, year? no, he, he had just won. Just won. Okay, just won. Okay, so it wasn't that. Okay. And, um, but th- yeah, there was a lot of maneuvering, we'll mm-hmm. say, that they had to go through. Interesting. Uh, they show recaps of Fully Loaded, uh, the highlights of the ending of the Triple H Rock match, and there was a lot of it. Um, Billy Gunn and China come out. Gunn wants to talk about, uh, about, uh, ass. And he really? Brings, yeah, he does. Uh, and at SummerSlam, he's going to go one-on-one with the people's ass, The Rock. Gunn's going to talk about how nice, uh, talks about how nice his ass is. Gunn says, hey, I have a photo of The Rock's ass. Let's put it on the Tron. Because I saw it in the shower. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. So, he posted a photo, uh, like a video of a, a fat woman's ass walking. And he uh, goes... Clearly outside in the sun. Clearly outside. Yeah, dots. But, shower. <laughs> but you guys... What's the idea of the fact that Bitcoin's going, hey guys, I took a photo of the rock's ass when he's coming out of the shower. <laughs> JR, Jimmy Lawler's like, what? What? JR's like, I think I'm going to need to talk to him in the office on Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, That's too much for me, brother. So, so you're telling me the feud is who has a better ass? Of course, yes. So, um, tell me, you're the biggest rock fan here. Yeah, checks out. <laughs> I don't remember this. Motherfuck. I, 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 oh, yeah, it somehow gets worse. I, I, um, I can't help but feel that even though they're trying to push Billy Gunn, this is a massive uh, takedown for The Rock. Yeah. Like, for SummerSlam. It feels like he has heat with somebody. Second biggest show of the year. And he gets Billy Gunn. Which is fine, but then like in a your ass is bad match? Uh, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Um, but <laughs> I. But the him taking a photo of him and <laughs> this doesn't make no damn sense. Yeah, that needs to be investigated yeah, a little further. Hey, uh, hey uh, uh, commish. Even then, know? that wasn't allowed. <laughs> even GTV is like, I ain't going there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, commish, you want to do something about that? No. Okay. Uh, I just watched Harry stick a flute on meat's ass. <laughs> Gun begins to walk up the lead, but the Rock shows up on the Titan Tron. Live um, satellite. Rock says uh, that woman's ass on the screen was Gun Mama's, uh, <laughs> yep. and I love China. Like, you gonna have him talk to you about your mom like that? He can't do that. <laughs> Rock says uh, when he punches Gun, he's gonna kill him. If he misses, the wind will give him uh, pneumonia. <laughs> yeah. I like the Rock's uh, yeah. rebuttal here. It was funny. I lo- I, yeah, I thought it was funny. Like if I if I miss punching you, <laughs> my, the wind is going to give you pneumonia. Uh, we got backstage. That's a tam- That's a good line. It is. It's funny. It is. To yeah. me, it's like second, because I, I remember that line. It's mm. like second only to Hawk threatening to uh, <laughs> to kill Jim Cornette by manually inserting bullets into him. <laughs> 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 uh, we go backstage with D'Lo Brown being the health fitness guru he is to have Mark Henry eating healthy. All it did was make me hate D'Lo Brown. Hey, guys, Mark Henry's fat. The best part, the best part is JR going, uh, Henry wanting some type of sauce, and JR's like, you know what would be good on that? Some JR's barbecue sauce. God damn it. I forgot how long that gimmick's been around. Yeah, Mark Henry's fat, guys. It's just the the gimmick. So let's go to our next match. Yeah? Don't get it? Fantastic fat guys. I, uh, yeah. 
Just don't like it. I, 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 real quickly, if we go to the next match. Yeah. Uh, you know, I watch uh, 1985 stuff on Mondays. Yeah. So uh, a couple weeks ago on that episode of Championship Wrestling, uh, which is the Darth syndicated show in 85, Vince McMahon and Bruno were on commentary, and one of the jobbers was a portly fellow. Not terrible. I mean, not like visceral fat, but heavy. Right. And the enti- you would not believe how disgusted Vince was the entire match. Oh, oh would you look at that hippo? Oh, my God. I bet he leaves grease on the ring when he falls down. Jesus I, Christ. It was like this the entire match. I was just like, fuck. He just kept going. Every time the guy would tag back in. Oh, would you look at that fat hippo. You know what's crazy? What? That guy? Sid Vicious. There it is. How it dare all comes he? back around. He, he could not handle the critique, so he spent the next four years just yeah. buffing out. Buffing out. <laughs> uh, so our next match is a title for title match. as Jeff Jarrett with Debra versus D'Lo Brown. Before the match, the show recap from last week, uh, Jarrett attacking Ben Stiller. D'Lo uh, making the... <laughs> oh, I got a... I got to think about that later. Oh. Mystery men. Okay. Uh, D'Lo making the save. Uh, the crowd and the king care less for this match as they want uh, puppies. Can I just read you my note yeah, about the do. match here? Of course. <clears throat> and I quote, If Lawler says puppies one more time, I'm going to go back in time and stab him in the fucking neck. Ooh, the next couple of years are going to be very difficult for you. But this, I was like, dude, we get it. She has overhyped titties. Can we move the fuck on, please? The ratings dictated no. My God. Uh, Both these dudes can wrestle. Can we just, you know, pretend that's happening? I had no idea this happened here. The title for title match? Yeah. Uh, no idea at all. They, they could care less. Uh, this is, was a Raw special. Um, during the match, Jarrett tries to leave and... Um, Tell Deborah to get the title. Then they start to walk up the ramp. And then Jarrett goes, oh, whatever. I'm going back into the ring. That make no sense. Uh, we get a ref bump. Deborah gets in and uh, brings in both belts. So she's going to show off the goods. D'Lo then grabs the European Championship and nails Jarrett with it. And he wins the match. So your new Intercontinental Champion and European Champion, D'Lo Brown. D'Lo two belts. So you're saying... That D'Lo Brown is the Eurocontinental champion. Or inter-European champion. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, after the match, Jebra... Uh, Jebra. 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 Jared and... Got to eat, brother. Jared and Debra get into it. Just picturing Jeff Jarrett with Debra's tits. <laughs> they argue... <laughs> or Debra saying slap nuts. Yeah. <laughs> they argue all the way up the ramp. Slap nuts. So let's go back to the rooster, and as he ran into Jarrett Jer- and Deborah, Jarrett tells Deborah to leave, and Jarrett wants a rematch at SummerSlam. Can you tell JR doesn't want Taylor there? No. Let's go kick it to Rooster. Thanks, Rooster. <laughs> let's go to the ring as it Stone Cold comes out. He says he heard what uh, Triple H was saying last week about he knows all my weaknesses, this, that, this, that. I don't care. I'm going to, uh, he's not going to win at SummerSlam, and uh, I'm going to beat him. Undertaker and Big Show come down, and Undertaker says, hey, I want my rematch uh, for the title, and if he doesn't accept this, I will stomp, uh, stomp a mud hole in your Austin's ass. <sighs> Undertaker gives him about a nanosecond to think about it, and then Undertaker and Big Show attack Austin. And a small part of me died inside knowing we were getting another goddamn Taker-Austin match. Yep. Uh, during the break, Austin <laughs> is walking Fuck. up the ramp, grabbing his ribs. 
Uh, Cole's outside Austin's locker room, and we'll hear from him after the next match. As our next match is a hardcore championship match, as it's <laughs> former <laughs> corporate ministry members, Big Boss Man Viscera. What? <laughs> big well, now Boss that we're not together again, I yeah. want that goddamn belt. Yes, sir. Uh, Viscera hits a big belly to belly. They fight through the crowd to, uh, to the stage. Viscera sprays Boss Man in the face with a fire extinguisher. Viscera puts Bossman on the table and goes for the big splash, but Bossman moves out of the way and Viscera goes through it. Um, Bossman sprays Viscera with mace and pulls out a, a stick and then knocks Viscera out with it. He's got a knife. And your winner, who's running back to the ring to get his title, Big Bossman. As it should be. Uh, we had a recap from earlier tonight of Undertaker attacking, Undertaker and Show attacking Austin. Cole's with Austin. Austin accepts the match and he says he's going to whoop both Undertakers and Big Show's ass. Uh, we see backstage. Hey guys, uh, we're almost to the main. We're close to the end of the show, and Triple H is now showing up. Is it just me, or earlier on in his promo, did Austin just really seem like he did not want to be working Triple H at SummerSlam? It's kind of what it seemed like. Yeah, it's one of those uh, things of like, why should I? You know, it feels like. He thinks, and he's not ready for that spot yet. Well, it's well documented that uh, kind of how that's how he felt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But goddamn, would you have another goddamn taker match? Yep. Fuck. Listen, her, dude. Creator doesn't work for me. What? Uh, during the break, China lets Triple H know about the title match tonight, and Triple H is pissed off. He's not having any of that. He starts chucking everything. Just see who was in the background. Walk right by. Um, wearing a towel. Shamrock. Yeah, I was you like, can tell that walk anywhere. I was like, God damn it, dude! Can you not walk in the fucking shot, please? I did not see that. Oh, yeah, he, he walks, walks right, right by, by the fucking hallway in the he back. He did have a towel covering his head, but, but you can tell it's Shamrock. He's got yeah. a very distinctive walk. Yep. Mm. Uh, our, our next my, match is Test against Rodney. <laughs> and as we said last week, Rodney takes a fucking ass beating. Yeah, Good he does. lord. Uh, the posse jump Tess before the match. Before he gets in, they throw in them still steps in the post. But Rod, uh, Tess knows that. He attacks Rodney's left arm. Hits a slam that puts his arm behind his back multiple times. Um, then hits a leg drop on his arm. It's an old uh, Arn Anderson spot there. Yeah. I know my wrestling history a little bit. Yeah. Uh, triple, uh, triple H. Uh, Tess. Uh, you're saying Triple A. Yeah, Triple like, A. No, this is WF. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right. Uh, Tess hits, uh, <laughs> picks up Rodney and has him tap with like a submission. It's um, a badass submission, actually. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was cool. Uh, Tess grabs a chair and puts Rodney's arm in and jumps off the second turnbuckle and uh, uh, jumps on the chair. Joey Abs comes down but won't get in the ring because Tess has a chair. Uh, Tess pulls Rodney to the post and then hits. Swings the bat like a baseball. <laughs> uh, swings the chair like a baseball bat. Into Rodney's arm that hits the post. I might have, could have gone differently. It caught his hand a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we see quite move out of the way. We see Cole Triple H, and Cole uh, tells Triple H that it's no longer his time. As Triple H is like, fuck that. That's bullshit. <laughs> He's been waiting four years for this, and th- th- that match, guess what? It's not going to happen. I not like on it. my watch. I like it. Fucking awesome, dude. Uh, countdown to the millennium. 167 hours, six minutes, and some change. Uh, we see backstage with Undertaker and, uh, Big Show talking and, uh, Undertaker's doing hand motions of, like, what he's going to be doing tonight. 
And um, we get a promo by Steve Blackman, of all people. As um, he says, uh, they show he shows him uh, running over Ken Shamrock and says, uh, Blackman says he didn't see Ken. And uh, he says he doesn't need a car to beat up Ken Shamrock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so our next match, guys, Steve Blackman versus Val Venus. Uh, Venus has Blackman and Stretch and Blackman. Why? Why do we need this? Right. Blackman gets out of it by blow blowing him and uh, and then taking advantage of the match. Val hits a sloppy spine buster, but JR just calls it a takedown. Well, because it was a very bad spine buster. Yes, Ken Shamrock then runs down with the chain and chases Blackman through the crowd. Shamrock uh, gets Blackman and attacks him in the crowd until security breaks him apart. Shamrock gets free and then uh, attacks him again backstage. Shamrock wraps the chain around his head, hand and starts punching Blackman. The refs have to hold Shamrock back as uh, Blackman crawls away. We see Austin walking to the ring for the man of that guy. But, but he's not dressed. He's just in his normal outfit. Yeah, yep. I noticed that. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a match then. Well, I also helped that I looked on my equipment. It's like three minutes left. Uh, yeah, I yeah. was like, yeah. before the test match, I was yeah. like, oh, there's only 20 minutes left. So I was like, okay, test match and then yeah. main event. So when Blackman comes on, I'm like, wait a minute. And I knew right away we weren't getting yeah. much of a... I looked as soon as uh, whoever came out first, music, and I was like, there's three... Okay, so this is going to be torch <laughs> yeah. at the end here. So let's go to our main event for the WWF Championship. Undertaker with Big Show and Paul Bear versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Taker, uh, Stone Cold music hits, but Triple H runs down the side of the ramp, gets in the ring, and yells, this match isn't happening. Triple, Triple H says that he's the number one contender, and if you want Austin, you got to get through me. Sense in the world. Uh, Triple H says that he's going to be the one that beats Austin. Austin then gets in the ring and jumps Triple H. Austin begins to brawl with Undertaker, and then Triple H begins to fight with Big Show. The Acolytes then come out and attack Undertaker. Kane comes out and attacks Big Show. Road Dog comes out and attacks Triple H. Hardcore Holly comes down and then attacks the Acolytes. Billy Gunn then comes down and attacks Austin. The Rock comes down and attacks Billy, Billy Gunn. It's an all-out brawl, mm-hmm. and then it ends with Austin Stone Cold stunning Billy Gunn, and at the same time, Triple H is pedigreeing the Road Dog, and then they have a stare down as we fade the black on Raw. Mm-hmm. I um, I have such mixed feelings. Yeah, I really liked this ending. I did too. I did too. However, Ooh. it worked so well that they've done it so many times since. Yeah, that I kind of hate that they did it. Yeah. But I really liked it. The I really, crowd fucking I, loved I, it. I like the fact there's chaos and everybody who's feuding with everybody gets in the ring. However, I just more just the most most thing I like is Austin hitting the stunner and Triple H hitting the pedigree, and then they get up from the remove, and then they look, and then it's just them two standing. And I'm like, and that I was, was awesome. Shocked we didn't get extra attitude. I was expecting right? that. I figured of all of this would be the one. Oh, it was a really good ending. Yeah, no, I mean, a really good ending to a show. It, and I, too bad it wasn't the go home show. And but I w- and I wish, God, I wish they would do this more now. Not necessarily this huge mm. like I just said I hated, but people came down staggered, yeah. so it wasn't just everybody at once. And it was also guys who weren't main eventers. You had the acolytes and the Holly and 
But everybody but had a storyline. They all had a storyline. They were it, sort of all connected. And it made them all feel important. Mm-hmm. Um, also, no could, music. They yeah. all just ran the fuck down and got into a brawl. Yeah, don't get me started on that. That's like, <laughs> that's like my biggest pet peeve in wrestling right now. Uh, so, yeah. guys, so, guys. Yeah. More was the better show? Raw. Raw. Yeah. So, let's go to the ratings, shall we? Oh. <laughs> Last week, WCW got a 3.4. And WWF got a 7.1. Jesus. Both, this week, both went down. WCW, a 3.1. That seems to be their new their, yeah. base. WWF, 5.9. Oh, my what? God. 5.9. What was going on on August 2nd, August 2nd, 1999? There was no football, no basketball. What the fuck? Fuck baseball's. Oh, I mean it's base- summer. People maybe just more home. I don't know. That's a huge drop from that one week to the next. So many people. One point two. God damn. Ooh, that's usually only when something huge is going on. Like I. I wow. Yeah. One point two. Fuck. Holy. Right. Did that many extra people pop in for the night after fully loaded? It has to be. I mean Jesus. They wish they can get 1.2 now. But yeah, I, it, but that's 1.2 million. Blew my guys. mind right there. You know, I don't. Not a whole lot, you know. Whew. So let's move on. Let's go to the award show time. All right, let's start it off with uh, best match. Huh. Uh, uh, for the second week in a row, there wasn't a clear winner to me. Like, there were a lot of okay matches and some bad. If anybody has one, go ahead, because I'm still... I got uh, Taker and Show versus Kane and Road Dog. I enjoyed that match a lot, actually. Mm. Yeah, that's the only other one that was close for me was the uh, Nitro tag match, the Harlem Heat. Harlem and Heat in the Triad. I'll go with Taker and Show against so, Road Dog and Kane. I guess. I'll I'll, I'll, do, I'll do the same. I'll go with that. Uh, worst match. Uh, who did I have? Uh, Boss Man and Viscera. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that too. I'm all right. Oh no, Steve Blackman Dang and Alvinus. That was bad, too. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, who is your MVP? Hardcore Holly. God damn it. Uh, he I, is so entered. So how I, could they do nothing triple, with him? Triple H, as much as I love the character, he didn't do a ton tonight. Um, well, so doesn't help did, they didn't have him show up until yeah. 20 minutes until the end of the That's show. why I didn't give it to him, but Hardcore Holly is amazing. They whiffed so badly. There's nobody on Nitro that's close. So I have to go Holly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what a revelation. Let's man. go Holly. Yeah, right? Holly, Hardcore Holly is a revelation. Uh, this a revelation. go around. The big shot. Do you remember this gimmick at all? I remember the big shot. I don't remember it being this entertaining. I... However, this summer of 99, with my new job at Dairy Mart, uh-huh. I didn't get Mondays off until later on in the year when she knew I was a big wrestling fan. So this is the summer that I missed a lot of Raws and Nitros the most. Um, so you're so, seeing some of this for the first time? Yeah, well, yes. Yep. Yes, I am. 
So I'd seen the big shot. I was aware of it, but I had no idea it went this long or was this sustained or this fun. It's so good, man. I was like, God damn, this is good shit. Uh, who is your motive? I have a, a trio. Okay. Mona, Macho Man, and Rodman. That was the worst segment uh, on the week. It was terrible. It was not a good segment. No. Mine is a little different and maybe a little outside the box, but we Ooh. talked about it. I like it. Uh, Steve Austin. Ooh. Could you do less to put over your huge main event match at SummerSlam and the opponent if you tried? Could you make it any more? I'm not kidding. This, uh, was, this was beyond Hogan level. Well, the only thing you do less is uh, how you stun Jarrett twice in the same segment a couple weeks ago. Right. That's doing less somehow. But like, I mean, yeah. talk about burying your match and the guy because you don't want to work with him yet. And fuck to play small devil's advocate because I agree with everything you said. Not one to work with a Jarrett or a Billy Gunn. I guess Triple H dog. This is a big star. This is like this does this is not the same level. Like this is different. Yeah, th- you're definitely right. The, the other two have a definite like. Ceiling. You fucked them over by not wanting to work with them, so that's partly your but fault. But you were right yeah. that they're not at that level. Triple H isn't either, but he's one of the guys you mm. cannot deny he's right at the cusp of oh. the level, and working with you will get him there. He's, yeah. Come on. Those are the people you work with for that purpose. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Because it's not to set up the first match, it's to set up the entire other rest of the feud that makes you money. So, for all of that, he's my motive this that's week. That's fair. Uh, I'll go Val Venus <laughs> just because <laughs> he, I mean, yeah, it, the match was nothing, the no. spine buster sucked, and of all of his dated, not that funny, oh, this, was oh, so this one bad. was the worst with yeah. the whole internet thing. Yeah, yeah. No, he's was, like a terrible ripoff version of Gertner. It is terrible, it's yeah, fucking no. so bad. I, I don't remember Val Venus being this tired and worthless by this point. I don't either. Same. <sighs> I remember it being like I know I was young, but I remember it being funny or at least edgy or like people being into it. Even the crowd. I want to like, skip his intro okay, now. Whatever. I gotta be honest. Like I started getting bored of him by like SummerSlam '98. Oh, that's and why he'd I only s- been there like three months. That's <laughs> why I said on like the episode 200 for yeah. the war stories about how shocked I am that this go around. How I was done with Val after like week three. Yeah. Once it's... choppy choppy it. Like, yeah. I was even done before that yeah. even happened. Yeah. It's just like, eh, whatever, dude, you're whatever. Uh, Corey. Yeah. WTF. Um, that's a tough one, because I could go with WCW's lack of everything that's good. <laughs> <laughs> or. <laughs> lack of everything that's good or, or mostly bad. Or. I, there's no need for me to go further in on the whole Steve Austin bearing his opponent and mm-hmm. the. So we'll go with WCW. You're you're irrevocably broken. (laughs) And it's sad to watch. Hogan Nash. Savage Rodman is what it is. It's mainstream. It's It's mainstream coverage. And it's two mainstream names, too, Mm because Savage Savage is one of the few that has it. Sid and Sting. Goldberg and Steiner. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a pretty solid top four matches. Yeah, that's big names. And because of the build and just the state of your company, I'm not nearly as amped for that pay-per-view as I should be. Because those are big names. And the ratings, people clearly don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, no. It's not working. Yeah. And, like, WWF is hitting on all fucking cylinders right now. 
and putting on a better product, a fresher product. Um, however, if like you couldn't with their current roster and in, in, in summer of 99, you couldn't come close to matching that star power in four matches mm-hmm. on their pay-per-view. No, like you couldn't. Nope. But yet, Everything is so much fresher and so much edgier and so much nicer and so much more alive. And I don't blame them for doing drastic measures that they're thinking of doing because got something's got to be fixed, right? I mean, at that point, you're like, what else are we going to lose? Like, we're getting our ass handed to us every week. Right? It's, oh, no. What do you do? Booble? Mine uh, will go back to that brawl that ended uh, Raw. And just at highlighting the revamped main event scene and how fresh it is from even just a couple weeks ago, where it was always Taker and Austin, always (laughs) Triple H and Rock, and all this other stuff, and all of it flipped after Fully Loaded. For whatever reason, they decided Fully Loaded is the time of the year we change everything, which was weird. Because they couldn't possibly stretch stretch it out any further. So whoever saw that and made the call, like... It was so refreshing seeing all of those feuds at the end of that brawl. I guess the only way they could have kept it going a month longer is to do Rock Austin again at SummerSlam. Yeah. And take her Triple H since yeah, they kind the, of switched the two. But That's the only way they could have Because those two kind of had a feud and yeah. Rock Austin you can always just go to. But So, I mean, I guess that's the one way they could have stretched it until after SummerSlam, but I'm glad they yeah. fucking didn't. That's part of the reason I love that brawl so much. It really highlighted the, the revamping of their, and not even main event scene. Their entire roster, their feuds. Do I think Billy Gunn has what it takes to be a main eventer? No. Do I blame them for at least giving it a shot? No. Because you you never know who's going to work until you give yeah. it an honest shot. Don't know until you try. So. Gender. <laughs> so, cool. I mean, give Billy a try. Gender. Give, oh, that, one, that was destined to fail from minute one. <laughs> Anybody Thanks could have seen that. that. Update. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody could have seen that. Although, however, I still... One of my favorite drops of knowledge is that they lost far more fans live, pay-per-view, and uh, TV ratings in attendance during Seth Rollins' title reign than Jinder Mahal's. So, anybody who's talking about how Seth Rollins is one of the top major flight stars of the company, he couldn't outdraw Jinder Mahal. So, fuck you on that. So, there's that. There's that. Uh, Joe, what the fuck? My WTF is giving Rodman and Macho a hot mic and letting them <laughs> say play off each other. It just blew my mind on this. Just like so, it it they, they had to know, right? Like this was clearly like a work shoot. Like they had to know what's going to happen, right? I think they had an outline, and those two just kind of did what they were gonna do. It, the the fact that, you know, he Robin's like, yeah, I had sex with the girl. That's the part where I was like, mm, this might have gone. That that to me that was a little too much. And then like once you go black, you don't go back. I'm like, really? We're gonna Okay. Yeah, but then, you know, I <laughs> Bischoff, turn the damn let's go to commercial. Rip, All right, turn wrap off. it up. Wrap it up. Turn them mics off. It's fine. Uh so we're on a uh, on the road to SummerSlam and the road to Sturgis. So can't wait. We're both all excited. We're ready to go. So this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. You can listen to it at NoSellEntertainment dot com. You can also listen to it wherever 
you find your podcast. Podcast.